0: First Corinthians the chapter 3 the verse 6 to the verse 11 I read let me start reading from the verse 5 and this is Paul the apostle speaking to the church in Corinth he said who then is Paul and who is Apollos but ministers through whom you believed as the Lord gave to each one I planted the verse 6 he said I planted Apollos watered but God gave the increase but God gave the increase look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor God gives the increase Please speak to the person and prophesy to the person tell the person that God gives increase. And the God who gives increase will increase your life. Hallelujah. It says, I planted Apollo's water, but God gave the increase. The verse 7, he said, so then neither he who plants is anything nor he who waters, but God who gives the increase. Now he who plants and he who waters are one and each one will receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field. You are God's building. The verse 10 says, According to the grace of God which was given me, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another builds on it. But let each one take heed how he builds on it. May the Lord bless the reading of his word, and everybody will say, Amen. Say, Increase. This morning, the subtitle for the sermon that I have given is, Your effort is required. Last week, I spoke about the God of increase as the subtitle, the first part, increase. Today, I'm talking about your effort is required. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, your effort, your labor is required. So now, Paul is talking to the church in Corinth. Like I said last week, he was addressing a particular issue amongst the members of the church. Some were saying that we are for, for Paul and some were saying we are for Apollo. So... There was division in in the church and Paul as an apostle was addressing the issue and he made this statement that I planted and Apollos watered and God gave the increase. And he said that the increase was by the doing of the Lord. The increase. God gave the increase. God gave the increase. And so last week I spoke about the God of increase. But before Paul said that God gave the increase, the Bible says that he said I planted and Apollos watered. I planted and Apollos watered. Before the increase came, he said, "I planted." Apollos watered. Then he also acknowledged that, according to the grace, the verse then he says, "According to the grace of God, which was given me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation." So Paul acknowledges the place of the God factor. Paul acknowledges the place of grace and he says, according to the grace of the Lord that has been given me as a wise master builder, I have laid, I have laid. Can you all say, I have laid? He says, I have laid. So please take notice, the first part, he said, I planted, Apollo's water. And this time, he's also talking about the fact that the grace of God had been released upon him as a wise master builder. And then he also said, I have laid, he laid, he laid. It means that if we will increase on every side of our lives we don't only have to rely on the grace of God we don't only have to rely on the God factor there is a place of us there is a place for us there is a place of our effort there is a place of our work there is a place of our input we cannot sit there aloof and expect God to bring increase to us Paul the Apostle recognized the place of effort the place of work the place of labor and he said I planted Apollos watered, and God brought the increase before God will bring us the increase that we are expecting I want all of us to take notice this morning that there is a place of human effort look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor there is a place of human effort talk to another person and tell the person there is a place of human effort And tell the person that your effort your labor is required God wants to bring increase to us and like it has been declared by our general overseer this year is our year of increase and our expectation is that everybody here will increase we will all increase in every segment of our lives but per what the apostle is talking about here he's acknowledging two factors that will come into play if we have to increase one is the human factor and the next is the god factor last week i spoke about that that god brings the increase but before god brought the increase the bible says that paul said we planted i planted and apollos watered a human being had to plant the seed and another human being had to water And then God brought the increase If we want to increase this year Then we should be ready to work hard Tell your neighbor be ready to work hard Turn to another person Smile to the person or wave at the person And tell the person Neighbor be ready to work hard The increase did not come Until there was a planting Until there was the watering Lazy people will not experience the increase that God brings. Lachydescal people will not experience the increase that God brings. Because God is not a lazy God. Tell your neighbor, God is not a lazy God. As a matter of fact, the Bible says in the beginning God created, he started working. In the beginning God started working. And after creating everything and he created humankind, the Bible says he put man in the garden and he told man to work to work and multiply to tend and, and till the land to, to, to manage what he had given to him God is not a lazy God and he expects his children not to be lazy every man, every woman in this church hearing me be hardworking. the increase did not just come it came because a man had to pay the price of sowing the seed and as you are aware If you are sowing seeds, it's not easy. Sowing seeds, not an easy task. Planting seeds, not an easy task. Watering, not an easy one. Paul had to labor in the word to sow the seed in the hearts of the people apollos had to water the seed that that paul had sown and the bible says afterwards god brought the increase there is a place of man regarding effort that will trigger the grace of god upon our lives to bring increase the grace of god cannot be wasted look at somebody sitting by you and tell the person the grace of god should not be wasted and cannot be wasted Remember the apostle said for according to the grace of God which was given me. So he acknowledges that the grace of God came upon him. The grace of God was given to him and per the grace the Bible says that he laid the foundation. He laid the foundation. The Bible didn't say God laid the foundation. The Bible didn't say the Holy Spirit laid the foundation. Paul says that I laid the foundation. And then he said that I planted, Apollos watered. There are things we have to do that God will not do for us. And if we are not ready to do them, we should not expect increase. We should not ex- expect to expand. We should not expect to grow. So you cannot be a Christian always praying about growth and increase and expansion and expect to see that expansion come into reality or that increase come into reality when you are lazy and you are not doing anything look at somebody and tell the person get something doing you want to see increase in your marriage there is something you must do you want to see increase regarding the business you are doing you cannot be sleeping sleeping and sleeping and sleeping and expect the grace of god to drop on your company for your company to expand it will not happen it is not scriptural the apostle paul said before the increase came from god i had to plant apollos had to water there is a place of human effort if we have to expand there is a place of human effort if we have to increase and if we don't exert those efforts in our our lives our daily lives in every segment of our lives we should not expect god to bring increase to us. Lazy people cannot enjoy increase. There are people who are looking for jobs, they get a job and their attitude is bad. Lazy on the job, not hard working on the job, Yet they may come into the presence of God and pray, Lord, increase me, promote me at my workplace. Please, it does not come on a silver platter. God looks at those who are serious in life, those who are, who are laboring in life, and he releases his grace for them to succeed, for them to expand, for them to increase. Lazy people cannot enjoy the grace of God. Regarding increase. This morning, all I'm trying to let us know is that we serve the God of increase. He's our Father, He's our Maker. We have a relationship with Him. But He releases His grace to facilitate increase, expansion, exaltation, and promotion in the lives of those who are ready to labor, those who are ready to fight, those who are, are ready to push their own advancement in this life. Am I might blessing somebody today? He says I planted, and Apollos watered. Go to First Corinthians chapter fifteen, verse, the verse nine to the verse ten for me. Paul again speaking about grace and works. There. First Corinthians chapter fifteen. Quickly. First Corinthians chapter fifteen. He says, for I am the least of the apostles who am not worthy to be called an apostle. And please take notice, for I am the least of the apostles who am not worthy to be called an apostle. Because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. Raise your right hand and say, by the grace of God, I am what I am. Can I hear your voices? Say, by the grace of God, I am what I am. But he did not end there. He said, and his grace toward me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they are. But I labored. So Paul acknowledges that the grace of God was a catalyst in his life. That as he was laboring, the grace facilitated the work that he was doing. And that resulted in his increase. And when Paul says, I am the least of the apostles. Later he recognized also that he was one of the greatest apostles in his time. So Paul once upon a time recognized himself down there and later recognized himself up there talking about increase expansion talking about promotion and he recognizes that the grace of god was important regarding that increase but he also said i labored everybody say i labored can i hear a voice say i labored he said i labored i labored i labored more more abundantly than they all talking about the other apostles he says i labored more than them all yet not i but the grace So he acknowledges the place of the God factor. He acknowledges the place of grace, but he also acknowledges the place of work and effort. Ladies and gentlemen, the grace of God is released to facilitate our effort to bring increase in our lives. If you are not doing anything, you will waste the grace of God. And remember, God does not reward grace because it's a gift he has given to us, but God rewards works. So where we are going and what we are expecting should be a combination of our effort and the grace of God. He says that the grace of God was abundant on me. I am what I am by the grace of God. I have been exalted by the grace of God. I have become one of the renowned apostles by the grace of God, but I lived more. In other words, he's acknowledging that he did well even than, than all the other apostles. The place of effort. If we will increase on every side of our lives this year, as our theme is, we should remember that our effort is very important. Tell your neighbor your effort is very important. Turn to another person, smile to the person, and tell the person, don't lazy around. Be a hard-working person and the grace of God will promote you. The grace of God will advance whatever you are doing. There are people asking God for different streams of income. But God will not bring the money into your account just like that. In Deuteronomy chapter twenty, it says, I'll bless the work of your hands. You, you should be doing something for God. You, you should intend to start another company, another business, or to do something else for God to bless and release another stream of income. So we don't pray it, say, God, increase our our, our our streams of income, and then you go and you are sleeping, or you are doing just... No, no, no. No prosperous man or woman is lazy. Even for those who go to juju for money to prosper, it is not easy. <laughs> and sometimes we watch them in the movies and all of that. <laughs> I watch a movie and the man had gone for juju for money and they say he has to sleep with 50 ladies every day. Are you here with me? Hello? So you have to be looking for um <laughs> 50 ladies every day. It's not easy. One who was giving his testimony in reality was saying that he had been told not to bat and continue to enjoy the money. So every time buying wild perfumes because he can't bat. It is more work not to bat. <laughs> Hallelujah. More work to wake up every day and say, Me, I'm bathe, And every day perfume. Perfume on death. walking around every time it is work look at somebody and see hard work I, i want every member of this church to work hard wherever you find yourself work hard be thinking come up with ideas work hard and let the grace of god facilitate your labor your effort for you to increase you you can't be lazy around me no Because I believe in the place of human effort. In the book of Acts chapter 2, the Bible says, And God added to the church daily. Go to Acts chapter 2, the verse 40 to the verse 47. And let me share some things there. Quickly. Acts chapter 2. Are you getting blessed this morning? Acts chapter 2, the verse 40, 40 to the verse 47. Alright, this is the early church and this was just uh, when the apostles and the others had experienced the day of Pentecost and um, people had gathered and Peter had preached his first sermon. The Bible says in the verse 40, and with many other words he testified and exalted them saying, be saved from this perverse generation. Then those who gladly received his word were baptized and that day about 3,000 souls were added to them about three thousand souls were what added to them about how many souls but remember that Peter had to preach work the verse 42 says and they continued steadfastly in the apostle's doctrine and in fellowship and in the breaking of bread and in prayers Verse 43, then fear came upon every soul and wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Now all who believed were together and had all things in common and sold their possessions and goods and divided them amongst all as anyone had need. Verse 46, so continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart. The verse forty-seven says, praising God and having favor with all the people and the Lord, and the Lord added to the church daily and the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved and the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. It it was as if God was the one who preached. It, It was as if God was the one who was leading the breaking of bread. It was as if God was the one who was leading the prayers. It was as if God was the one who was giving the doctrine to the people. But from the verse that we started, we realized that Peter was the one speaking to the people. And the Bible says after he spoke to them, many believed and about 3,000 souls were added to the church. The Bible says that together they 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 were having fellowship, enjoying doctrine, meaning the word of God. They were praying and breaking bread together. They were sharing their needs and those who had, had to also share to help the needy. And the Bible says, in fellowship, and through what they were doing, God added, the Lord added to the church, such as were saved. Such as were saved. The, guy, the apostles were the guys doing the work, but God was the one bringing the increase. I don't know whether somebody are getting what I'm talking about. The Bible says that, such as were saved. So as they preached the word, exalted the people, and they believed, and they were saved, then God added. Peter preached about 3,000 were added. And now the Bible is saying that the Lord added to the church. It means that whatever they were doing, the grace of God was available. The presence of God was available. The enablement of God was available. But before then, the Bible says that Peter preached effort. Everybody see effort. Peter had to preach. If you read Romans chapter 10, the verse 13 to the verse 15, there is a whole process that describes how a person can be saved. How a person can be saved. Let's go there quickly because of time. Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10, the verse 13. Thank you, Jesus. Are we all there? It says, for whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be what? Saved so how can a person be saved oh let's do it that together how can a person be saved you call alright let's go to the next verse it says now then now then sorry how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed so it means that before you call you must what oh come on can, we, can I hear you before you call you must what alright the next thing and how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? It means that to believe, you must hear. And when you believe, you can call. And when you call, then you are saved. So you must believe. But before you believe, you must hear. And how shall they hear without a preacher? How shall they hear without what? A preacher. Everybody are you here with me? So it begins with the preacher. The preacher must preach the word. The unsaved must hear the word. And believe in their heart. And call on to Jesus. Then they are saved. That is the process. Go to the next verse. And how shall they preach on. Unless they are sent. As it is written. How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace. Who bring glad tidings of good things. And remember in Matthew the Bible says Jesus before he left. He said go ye into the world. So the first mandate Or the first part of the process has already been accomplished. Jesus has sent us. Now, if the preacher does not preach, the unsaved will not hear. And if they don't hear, they will not believe. And if they they don't believe, they will not call. And if they don't call, they will not be saved. Now, why did I read the scripture? The Bible says, And the Lord added to the church daily such as were saved. Now, to get people saved, this is the process. There must be the preaching. And the preaching is not done by God. It is about human effort. It is about human effort. It's about hard work. It's about a man living a life. Your your life speaking to people. It's about a man or a woman speaking the word verbally. And that will not be done by God. God allows us. Has given us his grace to do so. And this is applicable in every segment of our lives concerning business, concerning our finance, concerning our marriages, concerning our children, concerning our daily lives. If we are not ready to labor, if we are not ready to read, if we are not ready to learn, if we are not ready to implement what we have learned, if we are not ready to be hardworking, we will not see the grace of God bring increase to us. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor your effort is required. You want to grow up spiritually? You must learn how to pray. You must learn how to read the word of God. As newborn babes desire the pure milk of the word that she may grow thereby. If you don't yearn for the word and read the word. If you don't practice the spiritual disciplines. She will not grow up spiritually. She will pray to God that God, I want to grow spiritually. But there are things we've got to do in order to facilitate that spiritual growth. There are many lazy people who are only praying and asking for the increase, but they are doing nothing. God doesn't work that way. Look at your neighbor and tell the person, God doesn't work that way. It takes labor and effort to build this church. It takes labor and effort to build companies. And we cannot only look up to the grace of God without exerting the efforts as required by us to see the increase or the expansion we want. I want every member of this church to be hardworking. Get something doing. And don't be a beggar. Get something doing. Start small. Though your beginning may be small, your latter days shall greatly increase. Make sure your hands are doing something. People may despise it, but start something. Nobody became rich in a day. Even God started the creation process gradually. First day he created something. Second day he created something. People want things cheap side. Am I blessing you this morning? I like the way the place is quiet. You you want to increase in your health. Some exercises would do. Not every time sleeping, sleeping, and eating junk, 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 junk. No. Can I continue preaching? Oh, you don't like my sermon? Watching is good, but every day. No, it's not every day. Watch it, watch it. You are laughing. It's good. Once in a while. Charlie, I've done well. I used to like Coke, eh? The past, I think, almost one year or so. I may be getting. I have stopped it. I say I'm growing. There are certain things I won't take again. Coke, Fanta, Sprite, out. Listen, you can be praying to God to empower your health if you are not eating well, eh? Eh? the spirit will be willing, but the body cannot contain. Are you here with me? But the body cannot contain. Peter had to preach before the increase came. In Genesis, because of time, let me just end with this scripture. With Genesis 26, when there was famine. In the days of Isaac. The Bible says that God spoke to him and said. Do not leave Jerah. Stay there. I will bless you. I will be with you. And multiply you. Let's go there. Genesis 26. The verse 1 to 6. And then we jump to the verse, 12 to the verse 14. Pray for a car. But work hard. And let God give you money through your, work, uh, your, through your hard working to buy a car. Somebody say amen to that. Yeah. Listen, I'm telling you, I'm not for those who are always in church 24-7. I'm telling you as your pastor. God didn't create us only as spirit beings. He gave us a soul and gave us a body. Everybody here with me? So I don't believe in coming here morning, afternoon, morning after, every day here, without doing anything. Your hands must work. Tell your brother or sister by you say. Tell the person, neighbor, your hands. These your hands must work. Oh, please talk to the person like you mean it. Tell the person your hands must work. There was a farming in that land beside the farming that was in the days of Abraham and Isaac. Went to Abimelech king of. the philistines in Jerah, the verse two then the lord appeared to him and said do not go down to egypt live in the land of which i shall tell you the verse three dwell in this land and i will be with you and bless you i'll do what be with you and this is a promise this is god's word to isaac i'll be with you and i'll bless you for to you and your descendants i'll give all these lands and I'll perform the oath which I have sworn to Abraham your father. Like God gives you this promise. Just imagine God appears to you in your bedroom and says to you my son Desmond my, my daughter Nanaya stay where you are stay in Accra. stay in Nungwa, stay Tesshin, stay, Piers Global me I'll be with you and I'll bless you. And he didn't say I'll give you a land. He said these lands. Like I'll give you five bedroom house. I'll give you some cars. We don't take that. Some of you will just decide from that you won't go anywhere, you won't do anything. God says, I'll be with you, I'll bless you. So the money will come. Everybody, I get what I'm talking about. God is a direct promise, a word from God to Isaac. And I'll make your, your descendants multiply the stars of heaven. And I'll give to your descendants all these lands, and in your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. The verse 5. Because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandment, my status. And my laws. Verse 6. So Isaac dwelt in Jerah. In fact, this statement should even let you know that there was something Isaac had to do. The first was to stay. The first was to do what? Oh, can can I hear voices? The first was to do what? To stay. The staying God will not do for Isaac. Isaac had to do it by himself. The blessing, God says, I'll bless, and he will do it. The expansion, he will do it. But he said to Isaac, Isaac, stay. And the Bible says he did so. Go to the verse 12. Jump to the verse 12. Are you getting blessed this morning? The verse 12. Then Isaac sowed in that land. Now I thought God has said, stay. I'll bless you. I'll bless your descendants. I'll give you the lands and all of that. But the verse 12 says that what Isaac did what? Oh, can I hear voices? Read it on the screen. Isaac did what? In that land, he had to labor, he had to work, and the Bible says, and read in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him there. There is the place of the God factor concerning our increase because he is the God who brings increase. But there are things God will expect us to do as individuals, as human beings. If we don't do them, we should not expect to increase. You want promotion, like I've been saying. You you want promotion at your workplace. But every time you go to work, you are late. Even as a pastor, if I know you have received that sure word, a prophetic word that I'll promote you. God says I'll promote you and you come and i'm on the panel and i know that every time you are late you don't cross your target you don't meet your target your attitude towards the job very bad i will look at you and deny you hello i will look at you and deny you because god is a hard working god he does not sleep nor slumber we cannot just look into the heavens and expect God to do everything for us whilst we sleep. No, it will not happen. That is not scriptural, and that is what I'm teaching you today that your effort is required if you have to increase. The Bible says he sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. and the Lord blessed him there, the verse 13, please. The man began to prosper, continue prospering until he became very prosperous. but he had to sow. and the Lord blessed him. He had to sow. And the Lord blessed him. This year, everybody, whatever you are doing with your hands, with your life, be hard working about it. Be diligent about it. Be consistent about it. Please fire up. Energize yourself and work hard. Find something to do it. If you are a student, steady hard. The Bible says steady to show yourself approved unto God. Steady to show yourself. God will not come and study for you. But he will put his wisdom in, you, in your head. So that when you, are, when you study, his understanding will also help you when you write your exams you pass. But he will not study for you. God, God will not plant the seeds for you. He will give you the grace to build. But you have to be hardworking. And that is why Paul said, even though the grace of God ha- has been made available to me, I laid the foundation. The question is that what are you laying? He said, I planted and Apollos also wanted, they had to exert that human effort in order to see the grace of God bring the increase. I'm admonishing everybody this year, if you want to see increase, work. Work on your marriage. You don't, you don't respect your wife, you don't respect your husband, you want to see increase? No. Hello? Can I say that again? You don't respect your wife? You don't respect your husband? You want to see increase in your marriage? No. You don't spend time with your family? And you want to experience certain levels of peace and unity, harmony in the family? God cannot be mocked whatever a man soweth he will reap you're looking for a job wake up every morning get some trotro move from one company to the other let god see that you are working and that you need him and he will connect you there are people sometimes who get the opportunity to be interviewed for a job and sometimes lack of preparation Makes them lose it. God creates the opportunity, but they mess up with the opportunity. In the same way, there are people who are employed into certain positions, and instead of reading about it and learning and and being hardworking about what they are doing, messes up the the opportunity, and they lose it. and, And keeps coming back to God for another. What you are meant to do, what you have to do, you have to do it. And then we leave the rest for God to do it. Even when God wanted the Red Sea to be opened, after Moses called on him, the Bible says, he told Moses, he asked him, what are you holding in your hands, holding a rod? He says, strike the water. There was something Moses had to do. There was something Moses had to do. And until Moses did that, the Red Sea didn't open. Tell your neighbor, hard work receives God's attention. And I want you to know that the grace of God is available to all of us. The grace of God is available to all of us. The grace of God I consider as a catalyst. It facilitates our effort and brings out good results as we exert those efforts. And until we exert those efforts, we should not expect to see the grace of God at work in our lives. Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. And the grace of God towards me was not in vain. And he said, but I labored more abundantly than they are, yet not I, the grace of God. So he says that though, I, though the grace is available, I still labored and the grace helped me. Except the Lord builds a house. They labor in vain, them that build it. The implication of that scripture is that we must labor. And and God's grace must also be available for us to make it. Except the Lord watches over the city, the watchmen watch in vain. Meaning that the watchmen must watch, but they also need God to watch. Everybody here with me. So you don't say God is watching over my house, so I won't lock my doors. (laughs) God is watching over you, so you eat. How many of you will eat today and tomorrow? You eat. Hello, are you here? You eat. Not that you are fasting, you will eat 90 days because God is your shepherd, He will put food in your stomach without you knowing it, it will not happen. There is a place of effort, and that's what I want everybody to acknowledge. My prayer for you is that this week and this month, as you work, as you do something for yourself, as you learn, as you seek to advance your progress in this life may the grace of God be made abundant may the grace of God be made available I want you to lift your right hand and talk to God if you don't have anything to do and tell God to tell you to teach you what to do if you need wisdom about something ask Him the Bible says if you lack wisdom ask He will give to you just speak to the Lord speak to Him speak to him speak to the Lord the God of increase and you want to lift your voice too and pray that this month the Lord will bless the work of your hands the Lord will bless your education Lord will bless your marriage. As you try your best to plant and to water. To plant and to water your business. To plant and to water your marriage. To plant and to water your finances. Mahakoshaba, To plant and to water your relationships. You are asking that the grace of the Lord will abound. The grace of God. Will please don't forget that without the grace of God your effort is useless without the grace of God without the grace of God Thank you, Jesus. There are people who want to see financial increase, but they are not giving their first fruit. They are not giving their tithes. They don't believe in offerings. God will not come and sow the seed for you. God will not come and pay your tithe for you. Where you need to repent this morning, ask God for forgiveness. And where in your life you have not done much, ask God for wisdom and for energy. Heavenly Father, we are grateful. We are grateful for this morning for your word. Teach our hands to work. Our minds to think. And grant us grace and energy. That as we work, Send in every area of our lives, Lord. You bring advancement to us. You bring increase to us. We give you glory. Give you praise. We give you glory. Give you praise. In Jesus' name, and everybody will say Amen. I didn't hear a voice say Amen. Look at your.